Welcome to Elevation Nation with your hosts, Sam Panich and Parker Yablon. Elevation Nation is a community focused on bringing together young adults who are elevating themselves and others every day. Each Thursday, we take 15 minutes to talk about what's going on in the real world and touch on all the great things that Elevation Nation is up to. Parker Yablon. Happy Fortitude and 15 Thursday. I'm excited for our topic today, man. It's always fun when we get inspiration from other thought leaders in the world. This is a topic I think only introspective young adults are really thinking about, which I'm glad we both are. So I'm excited to get into it today, man. Yeah. Well, Sam Panich, what's up? Fortitude and 15, we're rocking, we're rolling. It's uh, an exciting Thursday. Yeah, this uh, topic of the conversation uh, came about while I was scrolling the Twitter sphere. Um, I follow this guy named Scott Galladay, Galloway. Sorry, uh, you might know him as Professor Galloway. Um, he's a famous NYU professor that lives in London, I believe. Uh, he works in the business school and I think he teaches like marketing or whatever but he's a really interesting and unique follow he always has like brash and uh, really interesting opinions about the world but this article uh, and I don't want to get political at all with this article at all I don't want that to be the topic of the conversation because part of it is political but the um, the article that he retweeted was an article by the Washington Post titled Men Are Lost. Here's a map out of the wilderness. And the article was done by Christine Emba. And it basically was highlighting the crisis of masculinity in the United States. And you can go read the article for yourself. It is definitely very interesting. It's it's all opinion. Uh, but there's a few facts in there that like really blew my mind. I think that is something I want to talk about today. Um, just the idea of what it means to be a man in 2023. So quickly, I'm not going to like read any like specific numbers or stats for you from the article. Uh, just top of mind, basically it was saying like some interesting things that is like right now men are spending more time in their apartment Men are spending more time disconnected from the real world. Men are spending more time playing video games, scrolling on the internet. Um, I believe also young men are struggling to get into relationships that are long-term, committed relationships. And more importantly, men are much more likely to commit suicide than women. And so... I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, that's so weird and bizarre and unsettling. Um, So I'm curious from the get-go, I know you didn't read the article, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, as a young man navigating adulthood, I don't know if 
I can obviously only speak from the perspective of an, of a male, but it's never really been my struggle of like, am I manly enough? That's not really come to to mind and struggles with with manhood. It's more been struggles with adulthood. So maybe I'm I'm mixing the two, or and, and females aren't going through this, but I feel like a lot of young females are out there struggling with well what is the value i bring to the world what does my future look like what do i want to do and and maybe some of those statistics are skewed a little bit more negatively towards men because stereotypically in society many men are providers um and that's kind of been the societal norm for so long um but really it's it's been less about manhood and more about adulthood how am i going to provide for my family which i guess is a manhood trait but i would argue in today's day and age that's just an adulthood trait how are you going to provide for your family how are you going to grow how are you going to meet your spouse or partner uh how are you going to stay with that spouse or partner how are you going to find fulfillment in that career path that brings you joy so i think in our day and age the definition of manhood has has changed a little bit and i think now men and women can feel maybe some of those pressures that 50 years ago only men really felt, I think that's now kind of being felt by both men and women. I, I completely see what you're saying. I just, I think that one stat on men are more likely to be, um, you know, commit suicide really stuck with me. Like mental health challenges touch everyone, but why are men more likely to feel a certain way where they have to end their life and then in addition why are men more likely to end up in prison right than women and there's so many i don't want to make this like a negative thing blah 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 i'm just like i want to bring attention and have this conversation it's like wow like that's so interesting and weird that that is supposed to be the case because i think society for so long portrayed men as the person who is supposed to uh, not feel and show how they feel and their feelings feel like they have to have it all together. You know, the slogan, be a man, something happens and, oh, you emotional cry, you're upset. The, the world perceives a man maybe is the one who's not supposed to cry, the one who's supposed to stand up straight and take it as it is and continue to go and do and reach those whatever type of goals. But in reality, I think that less men or maybe not, maybe more men are going to therapy now. Maybe more men are talking about those feelings that they have. But why are those numbers going up so that's the challenge i'm having yeah i don't know i you know i don't know why there's no answer to it right i mean i'm sure there is some scientific studies out there saying why men are you know i didn't know that men were committing suicide at higher rates than women um you know there's a lot of pressures on both genders you know the societal norms and expectations for women i think not that i've gone through them but i think there are kind of being pulled in two different directions. Whereas you have the very traditional mindset of some people in society of why don't you have a husband yet? Why don't you have kids yet? Why don't you have a white picket fence and a house and dog yet? And then there's the other direction they're being pulled in, which is it's the 21st century. It's 2023. 
go get your dream career, get after it, no need to settle down. And so I think women are probably going through both ends of that spectrum. And, you know, same with guys too, where it's like, all right, are you going to focus solely on your career? Are you going to keep pushing on that? Are you going to maybe take a step back and be a stay-at-home dad? Are you going to find the right person? So I think maybe it's just kind of with society 50 years ago, the expectations were so black and white and in a box that it was easy to figure out, like, am I close to it or not? And how do I get there? Whereas now there are so many different paths, so many different options you could take, so many different ideas in your head of what success looks like as a man or a woman that maybe it's becoming more difficult for people to figure out which one they want to be. And what's crazy today, you can follow and read and watch the opinions of any person who puts their opinion out on the internet. And I mean, you know about the Andrew Tate stuff, you know about these very, very controversial individuals who have um, created a massive following, specifically of Gen Z and millennial people, about what it means to be a man. And these followings are getting so big, and more and more people are gravitating and and sitting in their, their bedroom watching these people talk about what it means to be a man. And there's a lot of young people thinking, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That, And I'm not, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but it is definitely a time where I think everyone is kind of sitting there and they got a lot of access to a lot of information that humans never had before. And it makes you think and wonder, um, you know, what is the person next to me think and care about? Because it probably is very, very different um, than than my, you know, in my case, myself. Um, I can't ever assume that someone has the same goals, motivations, thoughts, desires, definitions of anything anymore. You just can't. Absolutely, no, I couldn't agree more. And I think as young adults struggle to figure out who they are and and what they want and how they're going to get there. Leaning on conversations with other young people going through it, listening to Parker and I talk about what we're going through, trying to figure out how you can use mental fortitude and introspection and, and mentors in your life, I think is the only way to feel a little bit better about the direction you're going. You know, I, I had a call with, um, a huge mentor in my life. Um, someone that I've worked with for a long time and, and, really have looked up to. And we were talking about life and some of the big decisions coming up in my life. And he just had a kid. And he was talking about how, yeah, his big decision is, are they going to be living and raising his his daughter in, in a city? Or are they going to move to the suburbs? And the trickle effect and the impact that that has on her life, school districts, friends, sports teams, living environment, but also on his wife and his wife's life, their new friends, their commute to the office, what their family vacations are going to be able to look like, what they can afford. And so what I'm slowly starting to realize throughout life is you're always going to need to exercise mental fortitude. You're always going to need to try to figure it out. There are always new big life decisions that you're going to be pondering on. And whether you go one direction or a different direction, you're always going to second guess yourself. 
And so with some of these pressures that are put on young men and young women to figure out what's next, who are you going to be, who are you going to marry, what's your job, what's your career path, I think the only thing that's really helpful is taking a second to be introspective and, and use mental fortitude, but more importantly, having conversations with people you look up to or maybe going through this as well and trying to talk it out. Um, because you're never going to be 100% confident in a decision, but you can feel a little bit better about those decisions that you make. No doubt. No doubt. And the ability to have conversations with other people, especially ones who are outside your typical circle, I think that always brings such a unique perspective and can be very enlightening in a sense. We live in our, what do we call it, echo chamber so often. Um, and I feel like we all need to just continue to sometimes push out of that more to really learn about how other people see and go about the world. Amen to that. I love this, Parker. So in conclusion, I don't think we answered the question, but one of the questions we were debating I think it's today, an ongoing question, dude. It's hard yeah, to answer that question. <laughs> what is, of course, but to just recap and bring it full circle, what we were talking about today on Fortitude and 15, the concept of, you know, what is manhood? What are some of the struggles that young men are going through? And then expanding upon that to, you know, what are young men and women trying to figure out for their societal expectations that are placed upon them and how you can better go about solving some of those big life challenges placed in front of you. So fruitful conversation. Thank you for bringing that up. What a cool article. Time for some elevator shout outs though. Parker, you got one? You want to kick us off or you want me to? Uh, whew, man. Uh, yeah, you go for it. I feel like you got your, cool. yeah, you got one. Yeah. Shout out to elevator number 81, Ben Putzer, <laughs> new, new little brother. I'd like to call him of Parker and myself. Absolutely love that guy. He is crushing it in the real world with his entrepreneurial venture visitor. I'm not sure if it's disclosed yet, so I won't drop the partnership that he just got, but let's just say it's a very large national organization that just sponsored Ben and Visitor to make content for them. And uh, we're really proud of your success, Ben. Keep on pushing, man. You're doing amazing things. Amazing things. And what better way to continue to highlight amazing people than uh, Julie Griggs and Danielle Dietzek. I hope I got her name, her last name right. But we connected with them earlier this week. And it's incredible to connect with elevators and hear how they're elevating. Uh, especially with their app and company called Foreplay. Uh, if you don't know what Foreplay is, basically they're creating a new avenue for young, not even young people, to get together um, on, you know, to to go on a have an experience with a good friend. Um, and so check out Foreplay; they're awesome. But when you bring up Ben, I had to bring up Danielle and Julie because um, they're just amazing people who uh, it's just so cool to watch uh, continue to, to make the difference in the world. Love it. Elevation Nation, reach out to us. Let us know if there's a topic, something you're struggling with as a young adult in the real world, something you're struggling with, with your mindset or mental fortitude. Parker and I would love to anonymously or publicly shed some light on that question. Shoot us a DM, shoot us a text, send us an email. We appreciate you. Until next week, peace. 
Thanks for tuning in to Elevation Nation. If you enjoyed our conversation, hit that subscribe button to get notified when we release a new episode. If you would like to join Elevation Nation or get more information about the nation, please visit our website at www.elevationnation.io. Until next week, Elevation Nation, peace. Peace.